From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, April 16th. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, we identified the clear winner of two recent student competitions in impact and sustainable investing. That clear winner, next generation talent. We'll hear from Megan Kashner from the Kellogg Morgan Stanley Sustainable Investing Challenge and Brian Trellstead from the Turner Mint. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in impact investing. Is climate finance at a tipping point? Funds are getting bigger as managers take aim at the $10 trillion energy transition. Tomasek and BlackRock are teaming up as decarbonization partners, with the Singapore Sovereign Wealth Fund committing $600 million for what BlackRock's Larry Fink thinks could be a $5 billion fund. Investors are taking aim at emerging fuel sources, grid solutions, battery storage, electric and autonomous vehicles, and low-carbon solutions for buildings and manufacturing. Even in the heart of the oil patch, Houston, Texas, Energy Transition Ventures is raising a fund to ride the dramatic fall in the cost of renewable energy, which has made it cheaper than operating existing fossil fuel plants. All eyes are in the global south as world leaders ramp up their climate commitments. Energy transition investments in emerging markets fell by a quarter last year, even as they surged in developed markets. The Africa Adaptation Acceleration Program is trying to mobilize $25 billion over the next five years. Gary Gensler was confirmed as the new head of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The SEC has signaled that funds claiming to do environmental, social, and governance, or ESG investing, are going to have to get specific about identifying their positive and negative impact and how they measure it. Investors continue to flock to lab-grown foods. In California, Mission Barnes raised $24 million for lab-grown animal fat as an ingredient for both lab-grown meat and plant-based alternatives. Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, the firm Culture Decadence is growing cell-cultured lobster, crab, and shrimp. My Impact Briefing co-host, Monique Aiken, on the Reconstruction podcast, interviewed Tiffany Manuel about building the case for system change. And Darren Dodson and Ivy Jack wrote about reconstruction investing in Impact Alpha this week. Catch up on the reconstruction at impactalpha.com slash the hyphen reconstruction. Now we turn to this week's featured story, the next-gen talent that is going to transform finance and business in the coming years and decades. Sustainable finance and impact investing classes and MBA programs around the world are packed, responding to an increased demand from students for training on how to change business as usual. Two showcases for student talent, the Kellogg Morgan Stanley Sustainable Investing Challenge and the Turner Mint Competition held their finals last week. As a quick disclosure, I've been involved with the Turner Mint, that stands for the MBA Impact Investing Network and Training, for some time now primarily by serving on the steering committee that runs it and by investing in the winning companies via my firm, Liquinet's donor-advised fund at Impact Assets. I spoke with the Turner Mint founder, Brian Charlstead, of Bridges Fund Management, which co-produces the Turner Mint with the Wharton Social Impact Initiative. Here's how Brian describes the tournament. What we set up the Turner Mint to do is get students to really think like an impact investor by defining an investment thesis, sourcing companies against that thesis, picking one to diligence, and then working with the management team to make an investment case to the investment committee of the Turner Mint where real capital is at stake. 
Over 500 students participated from more than 30 schools around the world. The winner this year was a team of students from UCLA's Anderson School of Management. They pitched Inscribe, a company that uses artificial intelligence to connect students with each other and with experts. Emily Danino, a first-year student on the winning team, had this to say about her experience. Figuring out how best to source companies, how to get responses and get in front of them and ask the right questions. You know, it was really incredible to see our team develop through that. I think the conversation with the first company versus the 50th was definitely very different. I think, too, you know, going in front of an investment committee and being asked tough questions was an excellent learning experience and helped us more closely examine our presentation and our investment. And we adapted in each round and, and tried to come back uh, with an even stronger pitch. Meanwhile, the Kellogg-Morgan Stanley competition focuses not on sourcing new companies to invest in, but rather on students developing innovative financial vehicles to help address critical social and environmental issues. Now in its 11th year, more than 400 students from 50 countries participated in a field that had over 120 teams. I spoke with Kellogg School of Management's Megan Kashner, professor and director of Social Impact, who told me about this year's winners. The winners of the Kellogg Morgan Stanley Sustainable Investing Challenge this year were focused on a gap and opportunity in the pollination market. Now, many of us, many of our judges hadn't spent a lot of time thinking about the pollination market and were concerned, was this not a big enough problem to be solved? And this team stepped forward, they did the market analysis, they ran the financials, they built and delivered the models to show that in fact, this is a big opportunity, a big gap in the market and that their innovation could make a significant difference. Megan went on to note how competitive the field was this year. It is far harder to win the Sustainable Investing Challenge now than it was even five or six years ago. The field has evolved. The number of schools that have impact investing and sustainable finance courses and even degrees has increased dramatically. The growing number of students in MBA and other policy programs learning about sustainability and sustainable finance is currently outpacing the number of positions in impact investing. But according to Brian said, that's not an issue. And so the majority of students, like the majority of MBA students, go into a range of consulting, banking, corporate roles, where we hope that they bring with them both a continued interest in impact investing from their purchase and or an understanding and appreciation of impact and ESG that they can uh, infuse into, into their careers. According to Megan, the companies and funds that will be employing this next generation of talent are going to need to change to meet their incoming employees' interests. This generation of MBA students is going to come into their next roles wanting to bring their values with them around climate change and climate action, around racial justice, around economic equality, around human rights. And employers who a minute ago were worrying about what did millennials want need to be ready for not just what does this new crop of talent want, but what is the workplace, what is the corporation, what is the financial market of the future that they are interested in? Because it looks different. It is not a shareholder-only outlook that they are bringing with them. It is not a profits-above-everything-else outlook. 
Increasingly, these programs are also focused on the intersection of impact and diversity, equity, and inclusion. So it's not just about the what of impact investing and the how of impact investing, but it's also about the who of impact investing and what the field will look like over the next generation. Fortunately, thanks to programs like these, the next generation of talent will be equipped with the skills necessary to work towards an environmentally sustainable and socially inclusive future. Well, that's going to do it for your Impact Briefing this week. You can read all of these stories at Impact Alpha. Impact Alpha's podcasts are available wherever you listen. Impact Alpha subscribers make our journalism possible. Join them and receive the daily brief and full access to Impact Alpha content. Podcast listeners get $100 off their first annual subscription. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use the code briefing100 for $100 off your first year. Thank you for listening. And thanks to our producer extraordinaire, Isaac Silk. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company LiquidNet. Until next time, take good care. Thank you.